proper standard against him. I see the enemy coming in like a flood in our houses, in our churches, in our families. But what I don't see is the standard. People of God, where is the standard at? We're in a war, y'all. It's time to stand, y'all. The Lord gave the word, and great was the company of them that published it. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Welcome to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast that reaches around the world daily with the good news about Jesus Christ our Lord. I am your host, Bishop Fred A. Carwell Sr. Now lend me your ear, and let's go inside of Know Your Bible and hear God's life-changing word. Welcome to Know Your Bible. Today's message, A Faith That Conquers Fear. And now here is Bishop Caldwell. And when the words were heard which David spoke, they reported them to Saul and he sent for him. And David said to Saul, let no man's heart fail because of him, talking about Goliath. Thy servant will go and fight with this Philistine. And Saul said to David, thou art not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him, for thou art but a youth, and he a man of war from his youth. And David said unto Saul, thy servant kept his father's sheep. And there came a lion and a bear and took a lamb out of the flock. And I went out after him and smote him and delivered it, the lamb, out of his mouth. And when he rose against me, I caught him by his beard and smote him and slew him. Thy servant slew both the lion and the bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them, seeing he hath defied the armies of the living God. David said, moreover, the Lord who delivered me. Anybody in here listening? David said, moreover, the Lord who delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the bear. He will deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said unto David, Go, and the Lord be with thee, because I sure ain't going with you. (laughs) The brave goes where the cowards never go. David, man, this is, this is, this is, this is, I don't know how well I'm communicating up here, but I'm, I'm trying to get the message out. David was not a king when this took place. If you ain't heard nothing else, you better hear here. David was not yet a king because the men had not come to make him king over both Israel and Judah. David was a shepherd boy, 
but, 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 but notice, how many of you in here this morning, because you are facing a certain challenge in your life, like David, have gone back and looked back there to see what the Lord did to bring you the last time? Huh? So if he brought you back there, and he was God back there, Ain't he God up here? (laughs) Now watch this. David recalled what the Lord had done for him. When you talk about grabbing a lion by the beard, you're right here with him. The strongest animal on the planet. And David killed him. With his hands. And David killed that bear. With his hands. Why? No fear. Listen, listen, listen. David knew something we need to know. God is with me. God is not with my enemies. God is with me. And since God, not if, since God is with me, they're already defeated. It's just a matter of time before I see the hand of the Lord bring them down to the ground. It's going to happen. It's got to happen. Because God always shows himself mighty on behalf of his people. Your enemies have not ruled over you. They have not gotten away. God got that in his mind. That one day, he's already chosen the day he's going to bring them down. Why you don't need to key no car. God got all this. But David remembered what the Lord had done. And you know what David is saying to us? I had no fear. When I faced that lion and when I faced that bear, I had no fear. Because God was with me. Okay? Now, no, we're not through. We're not through. Verses 48 through 51. Listen to these words. Verses 48 through 51. And it came to pass when the Philistine arose and came and drew near to meet David, that David hastened and ran toward the army to meet the Philistine. He wasn't just running toward Goliath. He was running toward the whole army. Why? Because David understood that God is bigger than the army. Oh, man, hallelujah. God God is bigger than the army. And you remember David's brother's Ask him, why are you down here and why have you left those few sheep back there in the wilderness? And David raised the question, is that not a cause? The problem in this generation is that nobody wants to offend anybody by speaking truth. Nobody wants to stand up because they want everybody to lack them. So therefore, you have no voice. You're all dressed up, but you ain't got nothing to say. So his brother's you know, ran all this down, and David said, is that not a cause? In other words, he was saying, 
Y'all been down here all these days, and that Philistine been coming every day, same time, like clockwork, threatening y'all, and then none of y'all do nothing. And now that I'm here, and I don't see no threat, and I don't have no fear, now you want to talk me down. Now David said he's going down. Who is this uncircumcised Philistine that defies the armies of the living God? And see, that's why the church is so weak. Ain't nobody got no strength to stand up. I don't understand. You got all this Holy Ghost and no voice. All this blood of Jesus and no voice. And being stoked by little stuff. A $15 bill. That you owe somebody and that done took all your joy. Go sell some cans. Do something. And when God raises up someone who has no fear, the first thing the church wants to say, oh, that's so arrogant. Well, at least they talking. David ran toward the army. Now, do, now, now listen. Because David knew that his God was bigger than Goliath. It was bigger than all of the Philistines. David knew that. But you see, where we are, and I keep saying this, and I know some of y'all don't like it being black, but you got to understand something. We need to run toward the army because all our stuff over there. Are you listening up in here? All our stuff is over there. And the God who made everything is over here with us. Now, I don't, I don't mean to say that God is not with white people. I'm not saying that. But when you look at what we have been disenfranchised and have not received, it's a certain group of people got all our stuff. And we ain't saying nothing. And we scratching where we not itching. And we laughing when wasn't nothing funny. There come a time in life where you ought to get sick and tired of being scared. And you ought to realize that the God that brought grandmother in that cotton field, the God that brought Dr. King, the God that have done all these things, he's God now, ain't he? I say he's God now, isn't it? Where is your voice? Where is your faith? Where is your courage? David ran toward the army. Because <laughs> he'd already killed the lion and the bear. And you notice the escalation. Lion, bear, man. Now, David was getting ready to kill this man for God's sake. See, the causes that we must involve ourselves in are the causes for God's sake. It took me a long, hot minute, allow me to say this right quick, to understand no justice, no peace. No justice, no peace. Now, watch this. God wants us to understand here this morning that God is a just and righteous God. And when things happen to a group of people that's unjust, that's what brings about no justice, no peace. In other words, how can we have peace when everything around us is being done wrong because of the color of our skin? And I know some of y'all say, God ain't in the color. See, I'm not going to even deal with you this morning because you're ignorant. That's what you are. You're ignorant. So ain't no such thing, no red rose. God couldn't possibly see no color. What am I saying? I am saying that we as a group of people are an oppressed group of people. 
And the power and victory is in God's word. And these just causes of these police officers killing these young black men, that's unjust. So God is saying, now where is my voice? Where is the voice crying out in the land that this is not right? That's what it means, no justice, no peace. Until somebody is brought to justice, it's some innocent blood crying out from the ground. God expects his people to get involved in causes that are unjust. They are just causes, but injustice has not been checked. They'll finally begin to send some of these white police officers to jail. What the majority of this country doesn't know is that the Constitution authorizes them to do that. The United States Constitution authorized white police officers to kill Negroes. And that same Constitution gives the Ku Klux Klan, after 200 years, their badge to do whatever they want to do. And if all else fails, they turn the IRS on you. Now, you can, you can get mad at the eloquent preacher. You can say whatever you want to say, but I live this. We should not have no fear, man. We need to stand up for what is right. You got that? One man stood up for a whole nation. David stood up. And David ran toward the army. Is that in your Bible? He ran toward the army to meet the Philistine. <laughs> David, <laughs> David said, not only am I going to take you down, but anybody else over in there. I got something for you. Verse 49, and David put his hand in his bag. Papa got a brand new bag, baby. <laughs> David put his hand in his bag and took from there a stone and slung it and smote the Philistine in his forehead that the stone sank into his forehead and he fell upon his face to the earth. So David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and with a stone. And smote the Philistine and slew him. But there was no sword in the hand of David. Where is your faith? That's why the times I used to go down and address the city hall on certain issues. Man, I have no fear in me. Because God went with me. We must no longer be silent to all the injustices that's going on around us. You know, God is not going to do it except he can find some person with courage. But David did not back up. Now, I'm I'm getting ready to conclude this. But I want to conclude it with this thought and then I'm I'm going to prove it. Since God has not given us the spirit of fear, I don't have no fear. 
If I do, God didn't give it to it. And I let it in. And I have to let the Holy Ghost umpire my thoughts. I don't need this in my mind. And you have to be careful when you're standing for some people come and weaken you. Anyway. David. Had not been set up. As a king. But there was a king in David. There was a king in you. Let me say that again. Because some of the saints went to sleep on me. There was a king. In you. And Jesus is that. That king that's in you. And Dr. King said, if a man hasn't found something he's willing to die for, he ain't fit to live. I don't want to just preach Moses and the rest of them to you. I want God to break it down so we can understand that we have a responsibility. So the king in you won't let you run away. The coward in you will. You can't keep running away from life, sweeping everything up on the rug, thinking it's going to work itself out. It's not going to happen. It's not designed to happen that way. We have to speak to these mountains. We have to tell these mountains to be removed. And we ought to be doing it with great joy. I want God to help us as a church to face what seems to be impossibilities so we can begin to handle those things even in our personal private life. It's a king in you. Say it's a king in me. All right. Allow me just a few more and I am through. In verse 50. 51. Therefore David ran and stood upon the Philistine and took his sword and drew it out of his sheath and slew him. Now when you talk about slaying somebody. You, you are violently. On top of that individual. Doing everything you can. To make sure that he doesn't get up. That sword is. I mean it's going so many different directions. But notice. It wasn't David's sword. David had nothing in his hand. But a rock and a slingshot. But my God should supply all your needs. <laughs> So where did David get the sword from? It was Goliath's sword that he was threatening David with. The only problem is, is when David turned that rock loose out of that slingshot, God put some atomic power behind that that rock, and that rock was Christ. And that rock went and hit Goliath in his forehead, and the Bible says that it sunk deep. Now you got to remember that Goliath had a helmet on. And that helmet, right above his eyebrows, right in there, is where that rock came. And when it came, it busted his head. But that wasn't good enough. Here come David, the king inside of him, jumps up on Goliath and does something that Goliath was not able to do. Because he was a dead man falling. David, David jumped up on him. 
and pulled his sword out. He never got to it. It was just that quick. Listen. God is telling us something right here. I want to know who's listening. You use what God has given you to perfect that for his service. That gift that God has given you, use it. So David jumps up on Goliath. He pulls Goliath's sword out and begins to slay him. You know what? They wouldn't let you read this passage in Carroll Parish School. They say you're trying to invoke violence. No, we're trying to tell the soldiers who they are and it's time out for being a coward. This is God's word. Can y'all bear with me for just a moment? Verse 51, therefore David ran and stood upon the Philistine and took his sword and drew it out of his sheath and slew him and cut off his head with it. And when the Philistines saw their champion was dead, they fled. And the men of Israel and of Judah arose and shouted and pursued the Philistine. It only takes one man with courage. Now all of the Israelites then wax bold. Now here they are running them folk. But before David killed Goliath, them folk was running them. It only takes one man with courage or one woman with courage. So when they saw that their champion was dead, they fled. Verse 52. And the men of Israel and of Judah arose and shouted and pursued the Philistines until thou come to the valley and to the gates of Ekron. And the wounded of the Philistines fell down by the way to Shirim, even unto Gath and unto Ekron. And the children of Israel returned from chasing after the Philistines and plundered their camp. And David took the head of the Philistine. David had the big head, baby. Huh? You ain't know David had the big head. David was handling the head of the family. So David took the head of the Philistine and brought it to Jerusalem, but he put his armor in his tent. Just in case. Somebody else wanted some of that. <laughs> you know, a lot of times, parents, especially those of you that may have children that's involved in sports, and they want a trophy or two, those trophies ought to be in their room. When they wake up every morning, they can, they can see them. To remind them as to who they are. Every time the enemy comes against us and God brings back to our remembrance the victories that he's already given us, that should make us wax bold to know that I'm just pressing on. And whatever that's in front of me is already defeated. But what David did inspired a whole nation. That if David can do it, we can do it. And they got up 
and they ran those Philistines raggedy. And so it is, because God has not given us the spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound man. And I need to tell you, once you begin to walk in the power of the Holy Spirit, and once you begin to wax bold and, and speak your mind and speak the truth in love, you're going to find some people coming to you talking about you need to kind of tap it down a little bit. Just need to kind of chill. I can understand wisdom, and I can accept that, but I'll never accept fear. Because your life will become a living hell and Angola and everything else. You'll be in prison the rest of your life being afraid of what people may say about you. Or how people may treat you if you stand up. If there comes a time in a, in a man or a woman's life where you ought to say to yourself, you know what? I'm tired of being a coward. I'm tired of running. I'm going to stand right here. And the God in me, and the king in me is greater than those that's coming in opposition against me. Because God has not given us the spirit of fear. Today's message, A Faith That Conquers Fear. FC 2687. FC 2687 is now available on CD for only $10. And it may be purchased by calling Know Your Bible at 318-938-1885. Or you can mail in your request to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. Or email us, greenwoodacres at Know Your Bible radio broadcast is now available as a podcast. You can listen to Know Your Bible through Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, and Spotify. Simply search for Know Your Bible or Bishop Caldwell in either app. Tap the subscribe button and Know Your Bible will come to you automatically each time an episode is posted. Enjoy! Now the question is... Power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. The power in the blood of Jesus on the cross at Calvary is God's resolution to the redemption of every lost sinner forever. Today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time because tomorrow is not promised. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved in your house. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Jesus said, come. The Father says, come. The Holy Spirit says, come. And I say, come. You need to come now. Now the question is... I was the chiefest of sinners, Paul says, and so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago, and he answered me, came into my heart, and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. Say these words to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord. Come into my heart. I believe that God raised you from the dead. I accept you now, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior. If you said those words, and if you mean those words, they are recorded in the 10th chapter of the book of Romans. 
verse 9 through 13. Welcome to the household of faith. Much, much love to you. Now the question's up. Hello, this is Bishop Caldwell, and this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. The world needs Jesus now more than ever before, and you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible. And then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. That's the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. We also welcome your prayer requests and your praise reports. So until we meet again right here on Know Your Bible, you pray for me and I'll be praying for you. And guess what? We'll all be prayed for. Much, much love to you.